Um, and then I'm going to introduce you real big and we'll get started. Okay. Cool. Sounds great. All right, here we go. I like the tunes. Hello and welcome to Morning Fuel. I am your host, John Bundy, and you are here because you believe in the power of the spoken word and its ability to change lives, and that by sharing our stories, we can help others to overcome challenges that they cannot overcome on their own. Whether it's a victory you need to win in business or in your own personal life, you understand that the answers can be found in listening to others who are willing to share their stories, knowing that their story ultimately doesn't belong to them. All right, today's guest, having a longtime friend in business, suggests to her a new career path. She started an exclusive magazine serving residents of Williamsburg and connects businesses to local residents with highly effective branding strategies. When asked what her favorite thing about her business is, she replied, meeting and connecting people in the community, business owners, residents who, who receive her magazine, and nonprofit leaders. Keeping productive to her means meeting as many people as possible to make them aware of her publications since they are mailed exclusively to the neighborhoods she serves. She does a lot of networking and meeting people one-on-one, -on -one, and she gets energy from great conversations. Advice she gives to others aspiring to succeed as business owners is, a successful business requires a small business owner to perform many roles, but no individual possesses all of the talents needed. Make sure you have people around you, mentors, partners, employees, who can provide the balance necessary to be successful. Please welcome to the Morning Fuel podcast family, publisher for Best Version Media, James River Living, and Life on the James Magazines, Sarah Larson. Hey, Thanks, Sarah, man. what's up? Oh, that was a great intro. Thank you. That's, that's one of my favorite things to do. Yeah. The, the other favorite thing is getting to know people. Uh, like, like you said, I mean, meeting people and, and making connections. Yeah. Um, so how in the world, well, let me, let me back it up even further than that. What were you doing before publishing magazines in Williamsburg? <laughs> what is up? Well, this is my third career, really. <laughs> I was in, I was in the mortgage industry for a very long time. Uh, almost 20 years. And then after the big ex implosion sure, of 2008, 2008 okay. yeah, I, I wasn't enjoying it any longer. I had really been um, sad to see the company that I was with at the time go under and they were a really good company. So that was a sad, you know, uh, loss. And then the, the business just really didn't recover. I was working for a wholesale mortgage company at that point. So I was a sales rep who met with mortgage brokers. And the whole landscape changed. So it was really um, not as fun. And sure. so was it was this local as well? Have you always been in this area? Yes, that was local. I'm originally from Michigan. So um, I some of that was in Michigan. But the that portion of, of my life in the mortgage industry was here in Virginia. Okay. And uh, so after that, uh, I spent a few years hovering around the industry and just not really enjoying it anymore. And I met my husband who had just started a business and I said, uh, you know, it looks like you guys need some help on the operations side. Okay. <laughs> they, it, we were manufacturing tactical gear and he just, they just, that was what they were doing was the sales and the production 
and they really needed somebody on the inside. And sure. so I said, hey, I'll do that instead. <laughs> Tactical gear wear. That's a, that's a probably completely... fun story in itself. But that's like... Yes. <laughs> a lot of fun. But Like real estate and then... Tactical gear. Totally different. And I had wow. no experience in tactical gear. So how, prior how to that long point. did you do that? Um, about eight years. Okay. And then uh, we left that business and I was trying to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up again. <laughs> and that's when my friend came in and said, Hey, I think you might enjoy this. Okay. So when did that conversation take place? Hmm, summer of 28, 2019 that conversation took place. And I, I took a couple months to check it out and see what other magazines were around in Williamsburg and in the area. Um, Best Version Media is a national company. So okay. they um, publish magazines in the U.S. and Canada. And we have over 1,100 magazines at this point. The number wow. keeps growing. So it's expanding. And I was the first to bring one to kind of the peninsula area of Virginia. But we have over 50 magazines in the state. Okay, so did you did you start there in Williamsburg? I mean, you, you, so and, and then how long have you been doing that? Again? Just um, two and a half years, really. Okay, uh, Tw- you I, said summer of twenty nineteen. Summer of twenty nineteen. Okay, when you said that, I was thinking, wow. And then, and then pandemic. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I started working on the magazine the fall of twenty nineteen, and it takes time to get the sponsorships, the business sure. um, advertisers that you need to cover the cost of publishing. So I was working on that, and the pandemic hit, and right. I was nearly there. And suddenly, of course, nobody wants to talk marketing when everything's shut down. You know, so it took a little bit longer. We we saw um, a lot of local businesses disappear. Yeah, you know, so you you were firsthand seeing that happen. Right, and I feel like you know, not having gone to print prior to the shutdown was beneficial to me, honestly, in the long run, because I knew publishers who launched that month or just before. And of course, their, their sponsors immediately, you know, some of them just, everybody panicked. What do we do? We don't know where our business is going to go. We can't afford advertising. And um, I was fortunate that I hadn't gone, gotten to that point, and I didn't have to work through that. And Best Version Media was really good to our publishers um, and to our sponsors by um, just working with them as much as possible so that they could continue to advertise through the shutdown and um, stay relevant and stay present so that everybody knew they were still in business. Right. You know, um, 2019, summer, fall of 2019, I started a business in Williamsburg as well. Um, I, I started a collaborative work environment. And due to differences between me and the landlord, it didn't really get off the ground, but COVID I know would have shut us down. So it was really a right. God thing. I really yeah. believe yeah. Um, uh, that, that we didn't, because we were about ready to invest like 30,000 more dollars into oh it gosh. and all that stuff. So, yeah, so that, that so out. you didn't go to print before, Yeah. but I suppose during that time before we, you went to print, you're getting everything straight. Yeah. You know, and, um, you know, to be honest, it, it freaked me out, too, because I went, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? And and nobody wants to talk to me anymore, <laughs> you know, right. for a few months. And then finally, as you know, we got later into the spring um, and we realized, you know, hey, this is going to be longer than the two weeks or, you know, whatever that we have been looking at. Um, people wanted to get back to business and, and save their businesses if they could. So we got, I got the final couple of sponsors that I needed to go to print, and we launched our first issue in August. 
Fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. So James River Living has been in print now almost two years. And and you've got two. And I have two magazines. So the next year, uh, I launched a magazine, uh, Life on the James, and that one Very goes cool. exclusively to Kings Mill. Very cool. So real estate, tactical gear, <laughs> magazines. Mm-hmm. What is the um, biggest lesson you've learned since you started doing the magazine? Oh. Or lessons? Lessons. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. Well, really, it's... I never realized I could grow my network so quickly in an air in over such a short period of time, really. I've really expanded and met so many people. And now um, I was just talking to somebody today who, who we discovered we had several people in common. And as I show the magazine to potential sponsors, they often are, oh, I know that person. I know that person. And sometimes it's the residents and sometimes it's the other um, businesses that are right. in the magazine. So it's been um, really a cool experience to meet so many people and discover how small the world is compared to what I anticipated when I started. Right. When did you get involved with uh, the York County Chamber? About a year ago, I joined. Um, Tony Chavis, who was president at the time, had been... Great lady. Yeah, I had (laughs) met her the year before through multiple people. I mean, again, small world. I kept bumping into her, and it kind of felt like a sign. And I have businesses that I work with that are in York County, and uh, one of my magazines kind of butts up against the York County area of Williamsburg. So I thought, well, this makes sense. And we were we're always looking to expand and add additional magazines, Um, not necessarily with me as the publisher, but looking for other people who might want to do what I do and bring these community magazines to other areas. So uh, that was part of the goal of joining the York County Chamber. And she convinced me that I needed to be part of it. So I joined and I immediately volunteered for the marketing committee. (laughs) And then, and 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 yeah, I figured, well, uh, that's kind of in my wheelhouse now. I wouldn't have said that a couple of years ago. (laughs) Right. Isn't it amazing when something enters into your wheelhouse? It's when you know, bit more than everybody else and then it's (laughs) and then suddenly it's my wheelhouse yeah yeah. i'm the computer guy because i do stuff on the internet and i don't know anything right right yeah yeah well cool that's very very cool uh your county chamber um has been sort of i mean it's it feels like family when you first enter into it Mm -hmm. you can really see genuine people genuinely care for each other and are looking out for each other yeah i noticed that you know from from day one and and uh and then the connections you quickly make like mm-hmm. you say, all of a sudden your 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 you know your borders have expanded. Yeah, you know, it's, that's fantastic. So, uh, what is what's your favorite thing about the magazine itself? I know you talked about you know the networking and all that, yeah. but but the publications themselves. What what has been your kind of like kind of you think about it? It makes you smile because I mean honestly, I, I see yeah. you love what you do. I can hear it in your voice. Yeah. So what what about the magazine? Is well, not to sound repetitive, but I really love meeting the community. Um, I don't live in either one of the footprints that the magazines go to, and it's been a great opportunity to meet people who live there because the content for the magazine comes primarily from the residents. So we feature a family on the cover every month, so I'm always meeting the families that live there and then um, tell their story. But 
the residents can contribute photos of their pets and their families and vacations or, you know, we celebrate milestones. We've got graduations coming up. So I'm constantly reaching out and through these connections that I've made, finding more people to contact and say, hey, would you like to contribute something? And so I'm getting to know them, too. And that's been really fun. Nice. Now, you, you shared with me um, with one of the one of the copies that you gave me mm-hmm. uh, that the, the couple that was on the cover, you I guess in the interview, you wound up like learning so much more about them that you never knew. Yeah. And you, you knew the couple, but then. Right. I knew the couple beforehand. And that's been really fun because even when I know somebody and a lot of times I don't, the, the families that we're featuring um, this month, I don't I've never met them. Um, and so often I don't meet them until the, the uh, photo session or sometimes I don't meet them until I deliver the magazines to them. Um, I like to do that before they hit mailboxes so that they are the first ones to see it. Sure. And we make it a you know surprise. They've not seen any of the photos prior to that point. So um, you don't do a proof with the. No, with the, yeah, that would, we, that would we don't let the family pick the they pick the cover. Sign, they got to sign something before they do an <laughs> yeah. interview or get photos yeah. taken. That's good. So um, Brandy Santalanza is my um, content coordinator, and she cl- gathers content, but also does the interviews of the families. And so she'll interview them, and oftentimes then she's the first person to talk to them after they've committed to doing it. And I read the articles and learn all about them once I see her article um and but the funny ones are when i've known the people ahead of time and then i read the article and it's all stuff i didn't even know that's cool (laughs) yeah so i'm always discovering new stuff um talk with me about memory keeping Mm. and how that idea connects with the the publications yeah during the time between leaving the tactical world and becoming a publisher I was playing around, like I said, trying to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up, and I was dabbling in a bunch of different things. So I came across, um, there's a whole, there's a whole rabbit hole out there um, on YouTube. I I love it. Um, I discovered it, and suddenly I was just hooked on YouTube and watching all these videos of people doing what, what they call decorative planning, which is just stickers and pretty decorative tape, washi tape, all these things. And um, that was just to inspire you to actually do the things that you plan to do, right? Right. Um, And from there, I kind of got into what we would call in the old days scrapbooking. And some we we still refer to that way. But memory keeping can be, it can be on paper, it can be on digital, it can be a combination of the two. We're doing a bit of memory keeping here, aren't we? Exactly. So there's lots of different ways to memory keep. And it's really ultimately storytelling. And that's what I do in the magazine is tell the stories of the people who live in these communities so that they can get to know each other better. Right. Right. That's really, really super cool. Yeah. Do you have a, maybe a transformative story or um, maybe... Just just one memorable uh, article that was written that maybe kind of changed the life of the person it was written about or or touched uh, hmm. a great number of, of folks out in the community? Well, I don't know that I would say I have one specific transformative right. article. We, you know, we've met so many different people and I think each one of them you know, kind of has a different experience with it. Yeah. Everybody kind of becomes the celebrity of the neighborhood for the month. They get calls from their friends and, and neighbors to say, hey, oh my gosh, you're right. on the cover. Isn't that great? Um, 
Yeah, I think just we've got a lot of we we really try to connect people through the magazine with um, introducing nonprofits. Like I mentioned, you know, I get to meet with a lot of nonprofit leaders and getting to know those and sharing. I've learned a lot um, about different nonprofits. Um, one recently, and it's not so much about the articles, but the connections that are made through meeting with these people. So for instance, I recently uh, met a woman who runs a nonprofit that works with veterans, um, either transitioning into civilian life or uh, with, you know, they do mental and medical care, but also train people to work with our uh, military and veterans. And so through her, um, she was one of the nonprofits that we shared recently, um, so the uh, Veterans Pathways Home at the Warrior Way Wellness Center in okay. Williamsburg. And last week we were talking and she said, oh, by the way, you know, we're where uh, we need to get the word out. I'm looking for a foster family to take a, um, a eight-year-old male husky um, for a military person who's deployed and needs someone to care for his pet. Hmm. And that's just a, that one was near to my heart because I have a husky who okay. is a seven-year, eight-year-old female. And we know that, um, you know, she's pretty chill and we have wanted to get a second dog, but not necessarily commit. So right. the I said, oh my gosh, you just mentioned it to the right person because we're going to do that. And so we just added that Okay, so you're you're fostering. We're uh, fostering. Oh, wow. Okay. Him um, as of Saturday. Well, that's so a, that's a neat one. Oh, just a few just days just happened. Just happened. <laughs> yes, and so so, you so really that's, that one's really fresh in that. my yeah. mind. <laughs> well, we're you know it takes a it takes a little time to get used to a new sure. pet and for them to get used to a new routine because I think um, his his dad probably was more of an early riser or, you know, for in his role in the military, he's probably getting up early. I noticed that he started waking us up pretty early. Uh, I think we might be easing him into a later. Right. What, later what are your, what are your Huskies names? So our Husky is named Kimber and um, we adopted her. She was just over a year old. N- named after her. a gun manufacturer. Yes, she is. My husband, as you can tell with our tactical background, is a, is a firearms enthusiast. And that was the f- thing he said, when we get a dog, it's going to be named Kimber. It's a good name. <laughs> and she, yeah, she's great. And it's a great name. And then uh, the dog that we're fostering is named Maverick. That's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> he's and he's a big, yeah. very lovable okay. guy, easygoing. Um, and you'd have to be to be transitioned sure. often, you know, to have somebody be on deployment. And he's he has gone through several homes okay. during the deployment and then goes back to his owner. So gotcha. um, we've been we feel very privileged to be doing that. And you know, so it's just little things like that. I think there's not anything specifically big and transformative that we've seen. Sure. But it's just little, little things. Those are those that are great. Those are great little stories there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, what's next? What's next for Sarah Larson and and the uh, the Enterprise? Are uh, <laughs> is it another magazine or, or? not for me? Okay. I've decided that two is plenty. Okay. Um, Do you have a, other folks lined up that you've met that are that are chomping at the bit? I'm to working get on some story? people. Okay. I'm working on some people. You. We've launched um, a new Kent magazine 
and a Gloucester magazine okay. since I since I started my Williamsburg magazine. So we've grown a little bit. We're still looking for some folks on the peninsula to gotcha. um, hit some of the markets there. I think that would be exciting. The yeah. more people who know about the the magazines that we do and and are familiar with them, the better. They're they're great looking magazines. Thank the, you. The photography is amazing. They're yeah. they're well put together. It doesn't feel like, you know. I, it just, you know, top-notch first class. Oh, well, thank you. you know, so it's, it's good stuff. Um, so, I can't really take credit for that part of it, well, but it, right. but I appreciate that feedback, and yeah. I think they look really great. They do. They do. Uh, so uh, before I ask my last question, yeah. um, where can folks uh, contact you, get in touch with you on social media or website, um, email address? So um, Best Version Media has their own site, so individual publishers we don't have websites for our publications. Um, it's it's a private magazine, so it's not available online anywhere. It's exclusive to those residents So, um, and some of the businesses that I meet and, and people that I meet along the way. But to find me on social media um, through the magazines, they are James River Living BVM, and we're on Facebook and Instagram, and Life on the James BVM, um, also Facebook okay. and Instagram. So... And they can find me there or, cool. uh, you know. Very cool. Awesome. Yeah. We'll, we'll add that to the show notes. Great. Uh, so last question. What does Sarah Larson, the, the business owner, uh, what do you need most right now? Oh, uh, you know, I'm always looking for businesses that want to be a uh, you know, big fish in a small sea. That's kind of what our magazines are designed for connecting those um, people to our market. I'm also always looking for content, meeting people in the community, just connecting with people. Um, and, you know, a lot of times that's not even to advertise or to be in the magazine. I love just meeting people right? because we always find, you know, ways to connect. And, um, and then just, the local nonprofits, I really um, always looking for new ones to learn about and and share uh, with my readers. Right. So I think those are the big ones. Okay. Well, cool. Sarah yeah. Larson, very, very nice to meet you and get to know thank you. Thank you, John. And uh, look forward to more in the future. Yeah, thank you. I've All appreciated right. it. You're very Thanks welcome. Thanks for having me. You're welcome.